The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Welcome to Media Litter Sandwich. Today, I have no guest. Uh, unfortunately, well, stuff happened. They work for the city and there was a big flood, uh, still continued flooding. And, well, when people have their basements flooded and they work for the city, that's a little bit more important than coming on the show to talk about an event. So, I actually have no agenda. Uh... Yeah, no agenda today, so I am doing this very much off the cuff, and I'm not quite sure what to talk about, so we will find out when we get there. I do want to say on Dysfunctional Veterans Radio, DV Radio, we are on every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time Zone. There may be some changes in that. Um, We're still working on it, and honestly... If there are, it probably would already happen by the time this aired. So whether this is airing on DV Radio first or second, I don't even know right now. But we're figuring that out. We would like more participation. I want more people in the chat rooms. It's fun. I like talking to people. And I take time on my schedule every week to make sure I am there. If no one's there... Totally cool. Totally understand. I can actually do other things while I watch it. No problem. I just keep an eye on the chat room. And when there are people there, I will interact and uh, we have a good time. Uh, But of course, if you can't be there, there's always the podcast. There's always the website. There's a Facebook group. I like to interact. Uh, I might not always know when someone posts in all the apps, so you could always email as well. Uh, YouTube, I I get those comments pretty fast. So I like that interaction. Um, let's go ahead. You know what? Let's talk about something. Uh, I'm recording at the Foundation Studio at the Foundation uh, Hotel in downtown Detroit. I mean, I, you you hear me every time I record here. I talk about I like it. I do like it. Um I'm, I get distracted by the window, uh, great art uh, wa- around the walls. Um, when I walk around, it's really cool, really cool atmosphere. It's Let's talk about the differences recording at a home studio uh, versus a public studio like this versus having an office in maybe a public building. Um, I, I haven't done that one yet, but I, I, I've i looked into it. So let's go ahead and talk about those three things. I feel like that. I feel like some people might uh, get a kick out of that. Uh, well, well, let's start with the obvious differences first. The, the obvious difference is commutes. It's so much easier. Oh man, I had so much. It was so much easier when it was at my apartment. Uh, I just had to make sure people knew where to find me and I was able to bring them up and 
I was home. That's pretty much it. And I could schedule it whenever I could. Uh, I didn't have to worry about, you know, it was wide more way wide open. I didn't have to worry about anyone else's schedules, uh, except for if obviously they're on the show. You know, you know, I didn't have to worry. You know, I didn't have a third, ske- you know, a fourth, whatever. I didn't have another schedule to worry about. Studios, you do. That's why I can't just be like, oh, you can't make it today. Eh, whatever. What day are you available? Can't do that when you're at a studio. Uh, when you rent time and space, because you have to check their time and space. Scheduling a little bit more different. And, uh, you know, and things happen. Sometimes people can't. It's just like scheduling a meeting at work. Sometimes people can't show up. Sometimes uh, something major happens at, that is more important than your meeting. And you just got to take notes or reschedule the meeting. Uh, when you schedule studio time you can't always reschedule the meeting and you want to figure out is it worth still having like keeping the studio time or should I cancel and try another time when you're running a weekly show out of a studio sure I can just talk to the microphone in my basement I can do that it's not flooded (laughs) <laughs> it's not flooded. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it to flood. Oh, man, I, I was scared, and I was waiting for it to flood. But it did it. I could do this episode right now in my basement. But I like having guests. And having a guest come into your home, sometimes it's very cool. Uh, I very rarely had any issues when I was at my apartment. Very little issues. Uh, And I could always guarantee they could have water. They could have coffee. If they want a beer or something else, if I have it, I have it. Uh, Studio space, it totally depends on the studio. Totally depends on the studio. Where I am now, there's a bar right around the corner. They can have whatever they want. They may have to pay for it. I mean, I... I mean, coffee and water is, you know, free. Uh, and, of course, if they want uh, beer, you have to pay for it. Uh, at this one, at other studios, they actually provide beer, which is kind of cool. It, it all depends on the studio. You also, you know, and that goes into, do you want your guests drinking? Do you want It depends on the podcast. That's a way bigger topic. But, you know... The difference is I don't really have to provide that. That's provided by the location. Um, Not that it's a big deal. It isn't. As I'm going to go ahead and drink from my fabulous, what's this, Voss water. We are not sponsored by them, but if a water company wants to sponsor me, I have no issues with that. Uh, as long as it's not, as long as it's still water, not sparkly. I know, I know, I know. I don't, I don't like, I don't like carbonated or sparkly water. It's just not my, uh, it's not my cup of tea. I'd prefer a cup of tea. So you know, you got, so you have that aspect, and you don't always want guests in your house. Uh, I had the opportunity to have. 
uh, people that worked for the city or running for mayor, candidates, on, and I didn't want them to come to my apartment. Um, it's a mess. I don't want. I, I don't want them in there. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people I don't want in my apartment. I, I don't. You know, anyone that travels with an entourage. Now, at one point, I, I interviewed four or five people, something like that, at, at once at the apartment. That was that was okay because I kind of knew they were coming, and I, and I made prep work. But some people travel with a big entourage, and them all lounging in the living room. I need extra people just to kind of watch and keep them quiet. Here, it's not a big deal. You come with an entourage. I got space here. I got space in front of me. Uh, there's a lounge. They can sit in the lounge, which is behind doors. Won't hear you. It's all good. Uh, many studios are like that. There's total space for that. And I didn't mention a third option. Well, a studio that's located in like an office building. Not a big difference from any other studio. The only difference is if you're interviewing at odd hours, there's some people that do concern themselves with safety. And going into a building that is completely empty at night and going to... You know, going to, to, to a different floor or something. that Sometimes that triggers things. I knew some people that recorded at the Russell Industrial Center. And <laughs> they used to tell people. They used to meet them at a bar. And then when they brought them over, they said, okay, we're going to the Russell. That's where the recording studio is. We've already told you that. We just want you to know that you are safe. We swear this isn't a trap. Because it looked shady. Uh, you know, more most studios don't really look shady. Uh, a house, some people just don't want to go into a house. Some people aren't comfortable with that, uh, and I don't blame them. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of podcasts out of people's basements. A lot of times, they notice they don't have guests. Some do, some don't. Uh, I love this. I love meeting, you know, here at the hotel. I may have to tell people, yes, there's a studio at this hotel. You can see the... You can even see a little bit of the window right here. Uh, you, there, you could walk right by the hotel. You can see the studio. You can see the street. You can see all the people. When you go to the hotel, uh, just ask front desk, hey, I, I'm going to the studio. I'm a guest today. They will bring you to the studio. If I don't see you out the big window first and I just meet you in the front, if I see them out the big window, I'm going to meet them out there. If I know what they look like. <laughs> yes, I've had guests that I don't know what they look like. And it makes spotting them a, a, a little bit hard. Uh, I stopped at least one person today like, hey, excuse me, you're my guest today. Nah, man. Nah, nah, I'm not. As they walk to the convention center located right there. <laughs> So, you know, that's one thing. Um, but it's really cool to be at a be at a studio where uh, where you can have someone else help in one way. Uh, I don't have an engineer. I could have an engineer. Of course, that's money. And that's, I guess, let's talk about that first. Let's talk about money. Um, sometimes, what is cheaper? A studio can cost, 
anywhere between 30 to 100 an hour. Maybe, well, we, we'll just say upwards, 100 and up. Um, anywhere in between there. So everywhere is different. Uh, unless you're with a network, sometimes it's free, especially if it's in someone's basement. Um, I think one, I'm not going to say their name because they changed locations and they have a better studio, so they may have to uh, charge more since they pay more rent. Um, I know where one was. They only charged $10 because they were only paying like 100 200 a month, so they really didn't have to charge that much. Of course, it was a closet. It, the studio was a literal closet. It was... It, 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 it was a large closet, but it was a closet. Uh, I never wanted to bring a guest in there because if I feel claustrophobic, they're going to feel claustrophobic. There was enough room for two chairs and a really tiny love seat. And if you close that door, yeah, I'd be a little, I'm a little scared <laughs> going to uh, meet someone you don't know and they're in a little closet. Uh, that might be even be, that might even be worse than meeting at a house uh, and going to the basement. Uh, you know, once you see the equipment, you're like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Now all my, you know, it's still totally a podcast. That's cool. You walk into a little closet, you see a couple microphones. I'm like, this is. Am I sure on the right podcast? I mean, what kind of thing are you running here? I'm so glad they moved into a bigger space. <laughs> I'm so glad they moved into a bigger space. I couldn't bring guests in there. I couldn't record in there because I have a camera. I wouldn't know where to hook up the camera. I would have to bring little webcams, which work. Nothing wrong with using webcams to video your podcast. Uh, but I would have to use I would have to use webcams. And I'm hearing my phone go crazy. Let me go ahead and I apologize. I normally have on Do Not Disturb. It's just I was waiting for a phone call. And once the, the person canceled, I had to start recording because I have a time limit. Because I'm at a studio, which doesn't always affect either. I mean, if you if, if the studio doesn't have one behind you, I mean, there's so many different factors there. So what are we talking about? We talk about money. We talk about commute, uh, which which is interesting. Like some of the houses I've been looking at are a little bit further away from Detroit, and are in areas where not a lot of people live. So is a guest willing to drive that far? Uh, I can tell you, I had a lot more video conference guests, uh, you know, through Skype, Google Hangout, Zoom, whatever. Uh, out of the house because it's a little bit further downtown Detroit. If they're from the area, they're more inclined to come here way more inclined. Uh, one, it's a downtown area. It's a city. It's, it's by all major highways, even though my apartment was by like two major highways, but it just feels faster and it's a much more dense populated area. So I could get more guests in the area that's willing to come and I'm willing to have inside. That's so cool. Uh, some people say, 
Yep, yep. Just wait until you're ready to be in a studio. I don't necessarily agree with that either. I, I don't feel like it's it's about being ready to be in the studio if depending on what your podcast is about. If your podcast doesn't require guests, then and if you're happy with the equipment, you know. Now I did talk about money. Um I didn't finish talking about money. Uh what is it cheaper? How do you figure out if it's cheaper or not? You know, obviously per month. But you're also paying for the equipment. What do you really need to run a podcast with? You grab one mic and something to record with. It's just an audio podcast. That's it. That's it. Maybe you're just, you know, you could do things very, very simple. Or you can make it very complicated. That's why it's hard to tell you what's cheaper. If you want four really good mics and... uh and another way to, to record and you want to edit and you don't have it, you know, you know, you start off with what you have and then you build up, but what it, you know, and some of these other studios, they literally just say one stop shop. You come in, you sit down, you do your show. We'll edit for you. We'll, we'll run audio stuff for you and we'll send you your show. You could do that. I don't need that. I don't have an engineer here because I don't need an engineer here. Um, I don't do as much editing to the audio. If I do cut uh, things out, maybe I'll make those available one day. Let me know in the comments uh, or email or Facebook group or whatever. You know, those are the things I kind of figure, you know, kind of figure out as you go along. You know, commute wise, I have, you know, the studio is in a great place. I literally walk here from what I do during the day. Um, <laughs> not everyone can. I have to talk to them about parking. Parking is an issue. Not a big issue for, for the studio, but some places it's an issue. I know there's a lot of studios around here. Some some places it's an issue. Some places it, it isn't. Uh, all these things you kind of look at. Um I, I I have thought about uh, one of the studios that used to be here, one of the bigger buildings. Uh, I forgot which building it was. I couldn't just stop there and see if my friends were there because I don't want to go in there, take an elevator all the way up, and then be, I assume, be meted by a locked door. However... Other studios, I can kind of just poke my head into the window um, and see if they're there or not. Uh, here, you can totally do that. I might not let you in the studio, but you can hang out in the lobby until I'm done. Um, same thing with, with other studios. You can kind of see them. You can wave. You can hang out in the lobby. At the house, you can't do that, uh, especially when I was there by myself or everyone that was inside the apartment was on the show. Doors are locked. Your ass ain't getting in. You are not getting in. Doors are locked. I don't want you in because I might not be able to hear you. I'm wearing headphones so I can hear myself. How am I going to hear you? Oh, what else? What are the other issues? Let me know. I, you know, I could address them in the comments. Maybe we'll do another episode. Maybe we'll figure something else out. Um... Let me know if you want me to keep talking about stuff like this. I don't have a I don't have an issue. Uh the way I see the media litter sandwich is 
I could talk about media creating stuff. I could talk about back, you know, scenes behind the podcast. Uh, I could talk about some filming things. Uh, you know, today I it was my first day filming an event in uh, on a multi camera shoot with a director in a while. Um, I forgot. Yeah, it, it's been a little while. At least, uh, at least a few months to a year. It's it's been a little while. Um, with the director, I only worked with the director once before, and that was a while. That was that long ago. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's fun. I used to do it all. You know, I used, it used to be a normal part of one of my day jobs. Uh, it was fun. Um, I could talk about stuff like that. You know, I could talk about all sorts of stuff. I can even talk about the movies if I want to, but I don't really want this to be a super poppy, a super pop culture show, uh, especially because I do record several weeks in advance. I want this to be evergreen. Uh, I want this to be a guide um, for those that are looking for it. So, and we also want to do entertainment. Let's do Toad and Reads because... Again, I wasn't really prepared. I wasn't prepared for this. We're going to go ahead and do something a little bit different. I'm going to go ahead and look at Rotten Tomatoes and read some reviews for one of my favorite movies. Now, since we were talking about, uh, well, doing your own podcast, studio space, whatever, let's go ahead and I love the movie Pump Up the Volume. It's 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 an older movie. It, was it from 89, I want to say? Um, I don't know. I'm off that page. Anyways, an old Christian slavery movie, Pump Up the Volume. Uh, it's about a high school kid, pirate radio station, uh, because you didn't really have podcasts back then. Uh, no, it was in the 90s. It was early 90s. Uh, so, yeah. Christian Slayer plays a high school student, uh, pirate radio, and uh, he gets a little, a little local popularity that goes uh, in a weird way, but it's great. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and start reading some of these uh, reviews here. First review. Uh, are these? Oh, these are in chronological order. So these are some of the newest ones, two oldest ones. I want to skip a lot of these. Uh, I, I looked over them for like a quick minute. I saw a lot of positive ones, but I saw some negative ones too. So I'll read one or two that are the newest ones, and then I'll just keep going. Uh, I'll, I'll look for some of the other ones as well. So uh, this is on Rotten Tomatoes about Pump Up the Volume, one of my favorite movies. And if you like podcasting and if you if you like social media, I really suggest you go back and, and, and watch it. It's it, it's a great movie. Uh, Josh B says, still perfect. My 30-year-old sweetheart said after watching it with me, if I'd seen this as a teenager, it would have changed my life. It changed mine, and it holds 100% still holds up. Um, <laughs> I find it odd that they say it still holds up. I, I, I do, because a lot of the technologies change. A lot of, a lot of things change. But I can see how it still holds up. Just modernly different. Um, God, it's great. such a great movie. One of the things they talk about is, is, is what's our generation? What, what are we fighting for? And I feel like a lot of every generation feels that. And with social media and people looking for something to fight for, we, we, we get lost and, and people take up some things they probably, sh 
you know, some banners they may not have take up or, or, or fights that they don't really know a lot about. Um, and, and I think that was a problem with my generation when I was in high school. I think it's still a problem. Um, I Maybe not even a problem. Maybe it's not a problem. Maybe it's just a thing that happens because you're young and dumb. Um, but it captures it so well. It really does. Um, just, just, just a lost generation because you don't know what you're supposed to do. Um, but it's great. Uh, Christian Slater, uh, this is by Stephen D. Christian Slater shines really well here and is perfectly cast. The idea of making him an introvert in school, but an extrovert while he is broadcasting was genius. Christian Slater brings the perfect amount of intensity and charisma to the film. It, it's great. It, it, it's great. Um, because, you know, remember, this is audio only, so people really are different, and it's about masks you wear. Uh, what a great movie. Uh, this one's only three stars, so let's see if they got some uh, constructive criticism in there. This is by Jordan P. Pump Up the Volume is a good teen movie full of theme and rebellion, romance, and good... Oh, the romance plot was horrible. Didn't eat it. Didn't eat it. It was, oh, God, the romance plot. If I'm going to criticize something, it's the romance plot. It was bad. Um, anyways, Christian Slater is a great choice. He was a heartthrob, and along with the film Heathers, he was in huge demand. Yeah, I'll hold my comments about Heathers for another t- another episode. He's also a likable actor, despite having what appears to be a cocky demeanor, of course. Blah, 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 blah. They like him. Uh, give it a watch. You'll be surprised. A great soundtrack, too. It is a good soundtrack. Um, that's only three stars. They, they, they actually went on and on about Raven, about Christian Slater. Is this, maybe they have a crush on him. I don't know. Um, pretty much the same review. This person says he's not interested, but he goes on forever about what a great movie. Uh, it's excellent. DJ Alter Ego is fantastic. Definite cult film, blah, blah, blah. Um, give me something else other than I love Christian Slater and it's a great film. It is a great film. And just like uh, JR says, he's so cute. And it's a good story. I don't know why I'm giving him that voice. Um, Oh, here's a three-star by Alex W. Kind of fun. Surprisingly rated R for how light it feels. You don't need to go back to see it, but you but you won't mind if you do. Um, I feel like you pick up a couple new things, um, at least the first couple times you watch it. You do watch it to the point where you've seen everything. Um, there are some slight small jests uh that people do like even watching students the way they look at each other actually changes throughout the movie that's a really cool touch that was really cool and it's also one of the first dvds i ever bought and i'm gonna keep playing with my hands because there's a guy that's uh here to take a picture That's so cool. Um, Yeah, he's taking a picture of me. Video version is different than audio version. I really feel like I should, like, smile and wave or something, you know? Anyway, uh, let's go ahead. Let's go to the next page because I know I saw. Oh, here's a half star uh, by Anan. Anan. 
Enenadeke. I don't know how to pronounce her name. It looks like they wanted to spell Amanda, but they just added too many ends. Uh, anyways, half review. Wow, rave reviews for a movie about a guy talking about boring stuff. Rever reviewers sure like pretentious movies. Wow, this feels really meta now. You know, if you consider, you know, talking about studios versus home recordings boring, this this is this is now the most meta episode or at least a meta comment I, I, I have now read on the show to my knowledge. <laughs> um Let's keep going here. Let's find another bad review. I want a bad review that I actually criticize it. Um, another three-star uh, ENC. Textbook teen comedy starring Christian Slater as I quit high school student, or quiet high school student by day and motor mouth pirate radio DJ at night. Some decent gags, and the soundtrack is the effing balls. See, I remember when that was a bad thing. Um, nice set of... And that's it. Uh, uh, um, they they mentioned Samantha uh, Mathis, which has a very, very, very brief topless scene just thrown in there. I bet you if that wasn't in there, it would have been R. Unless it was going to be R for, for uh, cussing, which they do cuss, but I don't think it was that bad. I feel like they should, you know, but the tone, the, the, the tone is, is a good reason to, to have an R rating. I don't feel like it would have been something to fight for a PG-13 rating. Although, if it was released today, they would fight for a PG-13 rating, if not a PG rating. Because it's something that the youth can really can really grab, you know? Um, a, a really nice a really nice caption of, of feelings. Um I don't know. I, 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 I'm ranting and raving. I like it. I'm trying to find a, a comment with, with, with some criticism. Give me some criticism. Uh, I, I mean, so far no one said that the romantic plot sucked. The romantic plot sucked. It was horrible. And I don't think it's a generic uh, 90s uh, comedy because it was dark humor. It was dark humor and it was, I don't know if people can really consider it a comedy or not. I think it was funny, but it's also the funny parts is in the radio show because it's a radio show. It's a teenage Howard Stern, not a, you know, without, you know, maybe not a stream of Howard Stern, but we'll say because he was popular at the time. It's a, you know, uh, you know, it's a teenage shock jock. For what that that was in the '90s, teenage shock jock. You know, of course, his radio show parts are going to be funny, or else he would never be popular. <laughs> it, it, you you gotta if you're gonna cast somebody that's to be funny, it has to be funny, even if it's a very dramatic movie. It's not a super dramatic movie, by the way. I don't know if it's a if it's if it's a drama comedy dramedy. I wouldn't call it a. I would classify it as a, as a, as a drama, but it's but there's definitely funny parts. Um, but then again, I would also classify Dawson's Creek as a comedy, because 
I don't care how old I get. I can watch that show and just laugh so hard on it. I always thought that was a... Oh, I, I didn't watch that show until it was off the air and I was in my early 20s and I just, when I finally had to watch it, it was the funniest thing. Oh, wow, Dawson's Creek so funny watching 30-year-olds play high school students with really long and complicated words that no high school student would use. It was the, f- oh, wow, and that's the funniest show. I mean, there's a little bit of that in Pump Up the Volume, but not like that. Not like that. Oh, let's find one more. Let, let's find one more comment and then I'll close this out. You know, um, there's 65 pages and I was on page three. So I'm just going to keep clicking. I'm going to click, click, click to a random page. And by the way, I'm only reading audience stuff. And if you kind of like me reading Ron Tomato reviews while, ooh, that's a two and a half star. Um, I'm going to keep going. Um, If you like uh, me reading reviews from other pages, not just Facebook or something, you know, like Rotten Tomatoes or or another website, suggest it. Absolutely. The only thing uh, I want to stay away from is, like, current news things because sometimes I sit on these episodes for a month. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't come out for a month, and I want... I'd rather not talk about something that is pressing right there and then a month later. Here's a one-star review. Of course I loved this movie when I had teen angst, but I just watched it again a few months ago, and I thought it was so very lame. Oh, what you didn't like about it? Didn't say that, though. Um, a radio station movie? I am there. Thank you, Neil M., uh, two and a half star. I love this in ninth grade, but you don't love it now. Tell me why. Tell, tell me why something, something, something heartache. Tell me why I'm singing a boy band song. Something I don't remember who sang this. But I'm at toadin.com. Or MediaLittersandwich.com or many, many podcast apps, including DVRadio.net on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time Zone. I am in the chat room there. You can interact with me. You can ask me questions. You'd be like, why did you sing that? Or why don't you have a backup plan? Anything. you can, that's, that's my Ask Me Anything. Every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Sam, Standard uh, Time Zone. On dvradio.net, you can ask me anything while we're playing because I will be there. And, uh, of course, a big shout to DV Radio because they have other great shows. You should check them out. I'm saying this like it's a question mark, even though it, 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 they do got some good shows. That, that They really do. Check out their schedule. Um, Barracks Talk, I love it. And there's, there's stuff coming. It's a good uh, PTS Dog is always a good show too. There's a lot of good shows. You know, just check them out. Uh, check out DV Radio. There's other shows syndicated on there, like Up in Arms is ba- Up in Arms and my show started syndication at the same time. We went on hiatus, and then we both came back around the same time. We did not plan that. I should get Up in Arms on here one day and we figure and figure out why they're watching me. Sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. And someone else just took a picture of me 
I mean, literally, uh, video version is different than the audio version, though you can't see it. There, there's people, someone else took a picture of me on the sidewalk. Another person came up to the glass door, took another picture of me. Um, <laughs> anyways, chat. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Mealer Sandwich, and a Totem page, and Mealer Sandwich group. We could talk. We could hang out. Maybe. I don't know. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. Uh, thank you for listening. And may the algorithms be in your favor. Sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. And they should subscribe to me on YouTube. Maybe hit the bell for notifications. Wonder if anyone else can hear me. No one else probably wants to hear me. Toodles. <laughs>